This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. Good morning to you from MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jay White, along with my traveling partner, Kamel King. We visit Mississippi. Jermaine Flood is out today. We're traveling the state, letting you know about the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we're visiting Jackson County for the 44th annual Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Festival in Ocean Springs with Cynthia Sutton, coming up here in just a few minutes, Executive Director of the Ocean Springs Chamber of Commerce. And then uh, that's before we move over to uh, Pearl River County and go to Picayune for the 56th annual, or semi-annual, oh, I knew I'd mess that up, mm-hmm. and only did it on the first try, uh, the 56th semi-annual Picayune Fall Street Festival with uh, Reba Beebe, the Picayune Main Street Executive Director. And then we're headed up to Jackson for the Reflecting Jackson in the Blues events with Peggy Brown, Talent Coordinator for the Central Mississippi Blues Society. And before we hit the road, let's welcome Kamel King into the show. Kamel, what's going on? First of all, is this thing sitting on the desk? Is that chocolate pudding or is that a candle? It's a candle. Oh, yeah. Looks a little bit of both. I know, right? It almost looks like you can eat it, but it would probably be terrible. You think so? Felder could probably talk me into it. Felder Russian, (laughs) who was just here. You could plant something and it probably grow something in there. And probably would. Yeah. That you could eat. Yeah. Good morning. Right. Good morning. Good morning to the listeners. Absolutely. What's where's, been going on with you, man? Where's Jermaine? We're all, uh, she's, you know, she's, she's with some family today. I know, that's right. Shout out to Jermaine. Absolutely. Hardest working woman in show business. Yes. So what's, where have you been all week? Oh, man. This I is, said that like you've been missing, but I, I have been you, missing. You're always around and going to different places and things and I'm around fun. and missing at the same time, if that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. But yes, uh, it's been a wild, wild couple of weeks. Uh, last week was was wonderful. We uh, unveiled uh, Blues Trail Marker for the city of Clinton. So Clinton Blues was uh, unveiled and honored the likes of the wildly talented Eddie Cotton Jr., uh, uh, the young superstar Jerika Singleton, and mm. the uh, jazz poet slash author slash musician uh, uh, Sterling Plump. So that that was awesome. It was full, 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 wonderful day in Clinton. Best name ever, Sterling Plump. Man. Meant to say that last week when y'all brought that up. Yes, and you should hear him speak. The man talks like a book of poetry. Yeah. And uh, then Saturday, we unveiled uh, uh, the country music trail marker for um, Mr. Jim Weatherly uh, in the city of Pontotoc. And then this week was Mistletoe Marketplace that's still oh, going on goodness. this had week. that gala yeah. last night, man. Yeah, they had the, uh, the gala on Wednesday. Oh, it was Wednesday night. Yeah, and then we had our sponsored event, Girls' Night Out, uh, on yesterday. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm a bit tired. This. Right. Uh, right. You've been all over the place. Mm-hmm. What about you? <laughs> I've been working. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks I'm, for summarizing. That was that was uh, colorful. Well, you know, t- today I filled in for Java on Felder Show. I'm filled in for Jerry Ooh, on yeah, this show. I and I, I filled know. in for a buddy of mine doing a sports radio show in the Jackson only market yeah. earlier this morning. So I'm already like seven hours into my day. You need a five-hour energy yeah. shot. And Somebody I, stole I, my five-hour energy shot. I worked shot. a high school basketball game. Last night, what? so I got home about eleven o'clock. Wow! And then later on this afternoon, I got a high school football game to go work. But no one has serious? tuned in to listen to my 
trials and tribulations. And, and they're not. I appreciate I'm being listening. able to do all of that. I'm listening in J.I. care. I know, but you went from Clinton all the way to Pontotoc in just one week and back. And no one cares. Clinton has an underrated history. Yes. Like you don't necessarily think about Clinton and think about the history. Yes. Like Mississippi history. But it's got, it's, it's, it, it's deep. Where it is mm-hmm. geographically has put it in the way of all sorts of history. Yes, indeed. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's why, and it's a beautiful city. Yep. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the downtown Red brick area, yeah. phenomenal. Yep, yep. They do stuff there all the time outside in the street during the summertime and the fall. They sure do. Great town. Yep. Absolute uh, great town. Shout out to Mayor Phil Fisher. There you go. Of Clinton. There you go. All right. Well, let's see. You ready to get into it? Let's do it. We got, we're going to uh, Pearl River County. We're going let's to be do at it. Picayune uh, here in just a moment. We're going to talk a little bit about some stuff going on in Jackson County and Ocean Springs. Let's and then we'll be it. back in Jackson later on. Let's do talk it. about some blues. I need to stop doing that. I'm I, sorry. I, was, I was trying to I'm help sorry. get it over right I'm there. Sorry. We're going to talk about uh, an event later on All right. in Jackson that's going to be headlined by Mr. Sip. Oh, man. And let me tell you something. Man. I found Mr. Sip totally by mistake uh, like 15 years ago. Really? Took a person I was married to at the time to the Bottleneck Blues Bar mm. in, in Vicksburg. Mm-hmm. Just she was playing slots. I wandered into that into that place, and this guy was melting people's faces with his guitar. And I was like, "This is the craziest! Like, why is he here? Nothing yeah. against the Bottleneck Blues Bar. Yeah, or it you sounded know, like you had something against Bottleneck Blues Bar. Not at all. Okay. But I was like, "How is this? This guy's talent is like he's out of there. Way top, way top, tippy top market talent. Yeah. I'm like." Yeah. What's this guy jamming in Vicksburg, Mississippi for, you know, and, and it was Mr. Sip. And I had never Man. heard of him before. And yeah. that was my first experience. And I was like, I have to find out right. who this guy is and how I can listen to more of his guitar licks. He is a axe wielder. He is. Yeah. I met him. Actually, what's funny is I met him fresh out of law school, 2006, uh, when Mr. Mike Frescona put me in charge of road managing the, I think, seven, eight t- Grammy time uh, nominated Williams Brothers, mm-hmm. and he was the lead guitarist for the Williams Brothers. Yeah. So I came out on the road with him, and we spent a lot of time, and he had, he had already had a career in the gospel industry yeah. before he came over to blues. Yeah. A full career. Yep. So, uh, and man, I used to watch him on these shows, and that dude was just magical, man. Yeah. And then he, when he switched over, it transcended right with him. All right. Let's yep. dig into our first stop today. Let's do it. All right, it takes us to Ocean Springs for the 44th Annual Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Festival. Going on November 5th and 6th. And with us to tell us more is Cynthia Sutton, Executive Director of the Ocean Springs Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Cynthia. How's it going? Good morning. We are getting ready, still putting our finishing touches on this weekend's festival. (laughs) Nice. And Cynthia, I've got to say, you personally have the best um, email promotions for uh, your city and your area, because I always get great, lively updates of things happening in Ocean Springs directly at our Visit Mississippi uh, uh, email address. So you you stay on it. Wow. Well, thank you. That me- that means a lot. That's kind of what it was, some of the things I went to school for. So I want to make sure that we keep people informed throughout the state of what's going on in Little Ocean Springs. So that makes me feel good. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the uh, Peter Anderson Arts and Crafts Festival. Well, we are in our 44th year. It will roll rain or shine. I understand the weather is going to be a little sketchy on Saturday, but this is what these vendors do year-round, and we'll be out there, rain or shine. 
44th annual downtown Ocean Springs. We're going to have almost 400 arts, crafts, and food vendors in our little downtown area from I'm sorry, all how many? over in the United States. How many? 400. Wow. <laughs> 400. wow. <laughs> and, you know, the cool thing is they're coming from everywhere. The furthest away we have New York, we have Florida, and we have all the way over as far away as Utah coming to this event. Um, so... I can't remember how many states you're represented, but those are the furthest distance away that vendors are coming from just to participate in this weekend's event. So if they can be here, rain or shine, they will be here. It's going to be a fun event. We have all kind of cool stuff going on. Food vendors from all over. We have about 10 food vendors serving a little bit of everything, anything that you want to eat. We're going to have it from carnival food to Mexican food to down-home cooking. French fries, hamburgers, we're going to have a little bit of everything. We're also going to have music spread throughout. I think we have five or six bands or acoustic musicians each day throughout the entire venue, which is kind of cool. We've never had that many musicians spread throughout the festival. So it's going to be a really fun event. Now, Cynthia, for all of the uh, listeners who don't know who Peter Anderson is, tell them a little bit about who Peter Anderson is and why this festival was named after him. Okay, well, so I always like to say our arts and economic development that we see today was inspired by the Anderson family. So um, so Peter Anderson is one of those members. There were three brothers, Walter, Peter, and James McConnell Anderson, who really, thanks to their mom, helped inspire the arts community and the development of what we see in town in Ocean Springs today. And Peter was known for his pottery. So he was really good at pottery. He established his own pottery shop in 1927, 1928, I think it was 1928. It's called Shearwater Pottery here in downtown Ocean Springs. And so he kind of inspired the ceramics arts around town. So when we created our own arts festival, we thought that it would be perfect to be in honor of him for just those reasons that I said, for inspiring the art community creating our economic development. So he's known as the potter of the three brothers. We all know Walter Anderson, who has his museum here that the family um, work with. But Peter Anderson has his own pottery shop, had his own pottery shop called Shearwater Pottery. The family still runs it to this day. So we're really honored. The Shearwater Pottery folks will be at the festival, and they're going to be um, uh, offering mugs made by the family honoring Peter himself. Mm-hmm. So this is like really the largest arts festival in Mississippi and on the Gulf Coast. So there, uh, I mean, this thing is huge, right? It is. It is. We we expect usually about 150,000 people to this wow. event. And we've done some economic impact studies to document that. So we are expecting the large crowd. And the cool thing is, is a lot of families come in town to shop. But we're kind of seeing a trend where they're coming as like family reunions. They're starting to do their Christmas shopping, and they kind of say, "We're coming." We come to the Peter Anderson Festival as a family rather than getting together for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh man, man! Let me ask you about uh, the the guide that you have on the website. The website, by the way, mm-hmm. is PeterAndersonFestival.com. But this there, there's like an uh, a forty page interactive guide, including like yes. live links on the advertisements, mm. uh, the people who are sponsoring the festival back to their website you can shop those people and support those people that are supporting the festival that's really really cool yes well we have a wonderful partnership with the magazine here called south mississippi living they also produce discover which is state's tour guide so we have a partner with that company and they actually help us produce this guide we put it in all the hotels 
we put it in various uh, the two magazines um, around town, maybe sometimes throughout the state. It is actually a really cool piece. It's the official. It's the official festival guide. It tells you a little bit of everything. We have all the vendors listed in there. We have where the food locations are going to be. We also even have any information in there. If you where our park and ride locations are, you can grab one of those copies at our entrances. We have five entrances to the festival, or you can go online and just flip through those pages and get prepared for this weekend's festival. Yeah, that's perfect. Just put mm-hmm. that on your phone, just flip through that right. as, you're, as you're going yep. through. On the website, I see that you have a countdown, 22 hours, 41 minutes, and 20 seconds and now until, right, and now until, until the festival. I'm sure that, that countdown clock was a really cute idea for a while. Is it hanging over your head like the Sword of Damocles now as you get closer to <laughs> oh, kicking this it, thing you off? You know it. You know it. I don't even look at it. <laughs> I bet. I don't even look at it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. We have so much left to do, but it's coming. Did you like the way I chuckled and acted like I knew what the Sword of Damocles was? Oh, yeah. I've played it off as good as I could, Jay, uh, you, you, but you are highly no, intelligent, Come on, sir. man. You've read, and forgot and see, it. You've read and forgot about it already. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> and, Cynthia, you know you knew what it was, too, so you got There you go. Well, hey, let me ask you about Ocean Springs and Jackson County and the arts culture there. It is it's unlike anywhere else in Mississippi. I mean, it is yeah. it's such an incredible community for yep. arts and culture there and uh, like it, it's you know it's you, you would think that it might be in the biggest population bases where something like that would happen right. but jackson county has taken i mean they've taken control of this thing and it's the go-to spot yes amongst many in mississippi for arts and culture How, how's that come about the culture for arts in jackson county and in ocean springs Good well word. you know i kind of still attribute it back to Walter Anderson, Peter Anderson, and James, their mom. Really, when she when she was around, what she did is she literally started a little art cottage, art community, art classes um, here in Ocean Springs. And you know, she would get her three sons to you know paint something, you know, uh, write on something. They would do have to do some piece of art every day. So then she actually started an arts community and had her own little cottage. She would teach, you know, um, artists what to do. And that just actually inspired all the growth. And people started living here for art, coming here for art. And that's really what it's become today. And, you know, people really don't really don't think or really understand that, really, she's the one who started that by just getting those people to come in, paint nature, see the beauty, the authenticity of what Ocean Springs has. We're so lucky to be in Ocean Springs be where we're situated on the Gulf of Mexico and have all this natural beauty, it inspires it inspires a lot, especially the arts community. So from then, it's just grown. And, you know, now we're fortunate in 1991 to have the Walter Anderson Museum of Art here. Now we have the Mary C. O'Keefe Cultural Center, which mm-hmm, was a schoolhouse mm-hmm. turned into a cultural center. We have a history museum in there, two art galleries in there. We have a couple of art galleries around town. Everybody just... It's just something you just know. It's grown since the early 1900s to become the art um, community that it is, and everybody just knows it. It's just everywhere. Jay, I need to go hang out in Ocean Springs because I can barely draw a <laughs> stick figure. Right. You know? Well, I mean, you don't even have to because <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll have it done for you. I mean, but there's big cities to the left and big cities to the right. Yeah. And you can go into into Ocean Springs and – Whole different feel. Man, you can spend so much time there and not even have to get outside to yeah. the, you know. yeah. 
And, and you know the cool mm-hmm. thing that I kind of say is in downtown. I kind of say we have our own downtown shopping mall. We have 150 businesses that you can walk to. You can go to the grocery store. You know, you can get mm-hmm. something to eat. You can watch something at one of the restaurants. You know, you can pick up clothes. You know, there's uh, you know uh, UPS drop-offs and postal service drop-offs. I mean, everything you can do. Banks in downtown. You can dentist. You can do literally everything in a walkable downtown area. Does it not just soothe your soul to be by that body of water all the time, though? It does. You know, when I travel away from it, it's it's always missing. You know, there's Mm -hmm. just something about that openness. You kind of feel that in the air that we have. You know, we're the highest point on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So we have on our beach something called Fort Montepaul, which used to be the, um, the, uh, the fort, and now it's just a beautiful park. That you just sit there with a the cool breeze. Sometimes you can see a couple dolphins. It is just wonderful. Uh, I actually speak to dolphins here and there, Cynthia, but that's an, another story, another day of my <laughs> animal whisperer life outside of Visit Mississippi and otherwise. Uh, but, you know, I, I've always wondered, Cynthia, what about you? You know, how did you get into this position? You know, are you from Ocean Springs? And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm, I was born in Ocean Springs. So I haven't always lived in Ocean Springs. I grew up in a small town in North Alabama. My dad is a police officer, so he fa- followed his brother in his footsteps of being a police officer. So, um, so we followed my dad around being a police officer, but my mom's side of the family um, lived down here, has always lived here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So we, we grew up, we came back down here to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We were here every year. So we weren't here, we weren't away for very long. So I am from here. I grew up here. And then I went to school, actually, for um, broadcasting. Mm. So I actually have a broadcasting I'm sorry. degree and a public relations degree. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the right one. Hey, ask me, uh, let me ask you about um, uh, the Blue Moon Art Project. I know it's past uh, uh, the deadline to submit, well, it just about being to happen here but uh i know blue moon is the the presenting sponsor of the entire festival but you've also got the art project that you've had going along with it oh yeah it's a really cool thing so blue moon is run locally by a local distributor called feb distributing they approached us about 10 years ago and said that they wanted to um be a part of our event and we're like how does beer fit into our event and they're like, well, our slogan is artfully crafted beer. And we're like, oh. So they think what they, what you know, producing their beer is an art. And then they told us that they do contests throughout the whole United States of people submitting to do a new cover on the next beer bottle or the next beer um, package. So we're like, okay, maybe that fits. So um, – the event, actually, the Blue Moon Art Project actually started in San Antonio, Texas, as a solution to a graffiti art problem. So in addition to them just doing these art contests for their company, they also helped a community kind of solve a little bit of a graffiti art problem, and they thought it was a cool event. So they brought it to different places around the United States, and we were one of the ones that stuck, and we're actually the only one in the United States that still continues the project to this day. And artists can submit, 21 years or older, a, uh, a canvas with their painting on it, their interpretation of Blue Moon. And literally, we award them at this weekend's festival um, a monetary award, and they become everything featured Blue Moon 
leading up to next year's festival. We have posters. We literally have cups that you can put in your dishwasher that have that artwork on it that they serve Blue Moon in in our restaurants leading up to the event. It's a really cool project. That's nice. Jay, I wonder who the smart individual who said, how does beer fit into this family? <laughs> how does it not? Well, I, well, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, wow, how does beer not fit into you know, How does any, it not fit anything. into anything other than church and mornings? You know what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. All right. The, uh, the Peter Anderson Festival is uh, coming up. It's just now. Only 22 hours, 33 minutes, and 40 seconds away. Wow. But it is oh com- it is coming up this... Sorry. Sorry to remind you. The, the axe, uh, the sword of... Get, get, uh, Damocles. Okay, wherever there that is. There you go. All right, and it's coming but up... But it's going to be organized and great. Absolutely. It will be organized and great, and it's coming up this weekend. And uh, Cynthia, thank you so much for your time this morning and telling us about the festival. Oh, thanks for the coverage. Absolutely. All right. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jay White alongside traveling partner Kamel King. Jermaine Flood is out this week. In with us in studio live now to discuss the Reflecting Jackson in the Blues events happening November 13th and 14th at the two Mississippi museums in Jackson State's FD Hall Music Center is Peggy Brown, talent coordinator with the Central Mississippi Blues Society. Good morning. What's going on? How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Thank you for having me in here. Thank you for coming in. Yeah. Peggy, I was actually next to you in traffic. (laughs) And we were both racing to get here, and I was going faster. You got here before I did. I did, but you were going pretty (laughs) fast. I said, look at Peggy. (laughs) I saw that Blues Trail tag. That's it, man. That's it right there. I couldn't wait to see you. I was going fast. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Tell us a little bit about the event, and and, and uh, it's coming up just in uh, November 13th and, and 14th, so about a week away. That's uh, correct. Tell us about um, everything that's going on, reflecting Jackson and the Blues. That's a, that's a lot of history. That's a lot to reflect Yeah, it, upon, I should We're say. excited about it. Um, it is a product of the Central Mississippi Blues Society, and we've gotten some great people to um, help us with it. Um, the Mississippi Humanities Council, the, uh, we've gotten a grant from South Arts. Uh, some money from the Mississippi Blues Foundation, uh, Visit Jackson and Jackson State. So we're we're excited about this event, and it does start on the 13th. And the the headliner artist for the whole two days will be um, Mr. Sip. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, Castro Coleman. And so on Sunday at the two museums from one to four, we're going to have two panels, and one will be a men's panel, and it's going to be um, hosted by Scott Beretta. Scott! The wonderful Scott Beretta. And the panelists are going to be Mr. Sip, Castro Coleman, um, Cheryl Holly, longtime music person in the state of Mississippi used to actually live on Ferry Street and he's um horn player for the wonderful Miss Dorothy Moore and so Cheryl Holly has a storied history in Mississippi well Jackson Mississippi music and then drummer Willie Silas and then the amazing Jimmy Mays who was born in Jackson and moved to Chicago for a really long time and he was actually uh, the first drummer with Jimi mm. Hendrix before he was Jimi Hendrix. Wow. And so Jimmy Mays now lives back here. So he's um, on the panel discussion as well. And then we're going to have the wonderful panel discussion, Women in the Blues, Past, Present, and Future, um, moderated by Dr. Brenda Willis. and Bryn. Yeah, and panelist um, Maya Kyles, 
wonderful drummer that's been everywhere, young woman, um, Nellie Mack, the first mm-hmm. professional female bass player in the state of Mississippi. And then the awesome, fabulous Miss Dorothy Moore, Miss Missy Blue, Queen Moore. And so that's going to be our women's discussion panel on Sunday. And then Monday, uh, we'll have Castro at FD Hall Music Center at Jackson State at 11.30 to 1. And we chose that time, so maybe it would be easier for more students to drop in, not miss class, and come in to see Castro. And his workshop is going to be um, Success Over Fame in the music business. Mm. And if anybody knows him, he's mm-hmm. highly successful. Yeah. Started off as gospel and now is a blues musician and gospel musician and is doing some um, soul R&B music as well. So he is just, he's fabulous. And um, we'll be doing that in the morning. And then Monday evening, we're going to have an amped up Blue Monday. All right. Which is what we normally have at Hall Mel's on Monday nights. And this is going to be a bicentennial concert, and we're going to be back in the big room. Because normally we're back up, in the big room. Yeah, that's right. All where right. we got to have more space. Because normally we're in the restaurant, but this is a special deal. And the Blue Monday Band will open, and we're going to feature uh, King Edward coming in yeah. to sing a couple of songs. Yes. He's. Um, He's been MIA because he's just had some health issues and can't really play. But he's going to come in and sing with the band. There you go. And then um, Mr. Sip is going to do a concert with his bands. And all of this, every single thing I've mentioned, is free, free, free. Wow. That is awesome. That is incredible. We want people to come for the whole two days. And um, Mr. Sip is an exciting an exciting musician, and um, he puts on a good show. So I think all of it's going to be really good. And on Monday night, we'll, of course, Helen Mills will have a full bar and a limited menu for food. So um, please, everybody, come. It's going to be so much fun, I think, all three events. Now, Sunday, November 13th, as you mentioned, it's it's in cooperation with the two Mississippi museums. That's Correct. that's a lot of excitement. Number one, it's a cool place to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of history on top of a lot of history. It's a and lot it, of history mm-hmm. on top of a lot of history. Yeah. That's exactly right. I I, I love that place. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's You better be- come prepared. That yeah. day. You're gonna <laughs> learn a lot. You're gonna feel a lot in right. that place. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I, I love the uh, the workshop aspect of it. I know, right? Nobody more perfect than Mr. Ship Sip to do a workshop. I believe that's true. Because, you know, not only is he just an awesome musician, but he's a very, very shrewd businessman. That's exactly Very shrewd businessman. Right. And he's into theory, you know, the theory of music, the whole nine. I mean, he's a collector, yep. you know, of guitars if you've ever seen. He's got oh, yeah. a huge uh, collection. Yes. Uh, but he's the type of person who could break down theory. And uh, and, and like I was telling Jay before, uh, my dad taught me how to, how to road manage. And when I went out there on the road with him, I always remembered he was the guy who was always on time. Yeah. I mean, you know, of course you got to have different things where you dock pay if people don't make sound checks or right. miss flights or, you know, miss the transportation. Always on time. Always made his flights. Always gave it all he got. I mean, this man was professional to the T. 
And exactly. he's treated his whole career like yeah. that. Yeah, you go town right. after town. Like sometimes you just, uh, I'll pay the fine. Mm-hmm. I won't be there today. But yeah, no, like you he, said, he's the, yes. he's always there. Yeah, night yep. after night, town after town. There you go. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that's exactly right. And in the past, a lot of our musicians suffered from not knowing the business. Right. They, mm-hmm. they were the artists, and so other people did the business for them, sometimes to their detriment. But he's not, he's not that person. Not him. And yep. so I think as, he told me what the name of his workshop was when we discussed this, and I, success over fame. It's perfect. Perfect. And he's still a, a pretty young guy. Yeah, he's not very old. No. Compared to me. Oh, Peggy, you're not old. <laughs> Peggy, you are the, the example of, of of sunshine. Get out of here, Camille. I love yes. it. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the uh, Central Mississippi Blues Society. Yeah. Um, we are um, – we've been an organization over 16 years – and we've been doing, well, maybe 17 years, and we've been doing our weekly Blue Monday event at Helen Mills for almost 16 years. And um, we are about promoting blues in central Mississippi, but other things as well. We've, we've sent artists to the International Blues Challenge mm-hmm. in Memphis and have had some real success with that. We sent um, Dexter Allen and Jerika Singleton, and that's right. where Jerika got um, recognized and got a record contract out of that. Yeah. And um, uh, we sent Sherman Lee Dillon one time for solo artists. We sent Chris Gill. I mean, wonderful blues musicians from mm-hmm. Mississippi. So that's one thing we've done in the past. We spend a lot of time on planning our Blue Monday event, and it is internationally known. Yes. It's um, It's been written up in blues um, magazines from Sweden, Switzerland, the U.K., um, uh, Blues and Rhythm mm-hmm. um, in the U.K., um, and then um, Living Blues as well. So we're known all over the world for our weekly. It's actually like a weekly festival. And um, so that's our yeah. big push. We've supported um, needy musicians financially. Yeah. And um, we've also done two. And, and don't even ask me to remember the names of these poor musicians, but Headstones, we partnered with the Killer Headstone Project to do headstones for a couple of musicians who had been buried and not recognized with a headstone. Mm. So our goal and mission is quite expanded, but our our big thing that we do really well is our weekly Blue Monday event. Yeah, and it's a tourism draw. I mean, it is. We promote it you know, I know. very heavily because you will find people Absolutely. from all over the world just popping in at Howlin' Mouths with yep. no invi- you know, no yeah. invitation, no uh, uh, reservation. Right. They're just there. One couple came several weeks ago, and I asked them where they were from, and they were from um, Belgium. And so I said, well, how did you find out about us? Well, we were just coming through Jackson, and they went to what? visit Jackson, <laughs> and they didn't know about Blue Monday at that point. Man, they got so indoctrinated. They loved it. Stayed till the last note. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. And it was awesome. It. And they said that Visit Jackson had sent them, which is wonderful. And um and they said they were going to go back home and tell all their friends about us and um, I mean that's just how it goes. Um, wow. So yeah, and then we have a lot of people from all over the United States that happen in on purpose, and um, right. 
So good. Maybe, maybe they'll bring more Belgians. There you go. Mm. <laughs> or some Belgian beer. Uh-huh. Was I right about the bill? I don't I think so, but I'm gonna let it pass. Let, it pass. let it pass. Now we even had Derek Trucks drop in one time. Wow. And and yeah, I, I said, oh my Did you show him to the stage. That looks like Derek Trucks. <laughs> yeah. And um, he got him a beer and went back to sit back at the table. And oh, that's I awesome. was such a dummy. I said. I went back and I introduced myself, and he didn't say his name. And I said, you know, you look a lot like Derek Trucks. And he said, I've been told that. Ah. And I said, oh, well, you do. You know, duh. And um, so I asked him what his name was, and he said Derek. And I went, that's appropriate. And then finally, (laughs) yes, finally it dawned on me, oh, my stars, this is Derek Trucks. And so it was like, what a dummy I was. But He's going to say that's appropriate. (laughs) That's funny. That's exactly what I said. Oh, God. no, he was going, oh, what's wrong with her? <laughs> but, yes, that's one of our our big parts of our Central Mississippi Blues Society. So the lived experience of the blues in Jackson, it's going to be a Sunday, November 13th. And yes. uh, that one is uh, going to be moderated by Scott Beretta, who hosts uh, Highway 61 right here on MPB Think Radio. Right. And he, should, uh, he could uh, read the Bible. And release that. It'd be a bestseller. Or the phone book. That'd be a bestseller, too. This is one of guys you could just listen to him talk, right? <laughs> right. Um, and uh, he's moderating that. And he, yes. he's a walking dictionary uh, of the blues. Just oh, listen to Highway 61 any yes. week. Oh, my stars. It's awesome to have him uh, coming out of Jackson and yes. doing that. He, he knows everything about blues. I mean, yeah. it's just like, and it's all up in that computer head of his. Yeah. Yeah, he he will be excellent as a moderator with the men, and then Brenda Willis, um, longtime reporter for the right. Jackson Advocate and um, blues lover as well, will be the panelists for the women. It's going to be a good time. That's coming up um, November thirteenth and fourteenth, and it's going to be uh, at a couple of different places, including uh, the, the the two Mississippi museums in downtown, as well as at Jackson State University as well. So that's awesome. Any other uh, information where people can get uh, or ways to get more information about uh, reflecting Jackson, Mississippi and the blues? Right. They can go to our website, which is just, oh, laboriously long. But you have to do (laughs) uh, spell all of this out. Central Mississippi Blues Society dot com. Ain't nobody else getting that one. Mm -hmm. No. Y'all got that one. Uh -uh. Mm, It's yours. you can't shorten Mississippi to MS. It's got to be CentralMississippiBlueSociety.com, and the schedule is on there as well. All right. Awesome. Well, yeah. Peggy, thank you so much for coming in yes, this morning. Yes, Peggy. Yeah. And thank you for all you do for the blues. Oh, come on. Oh, thank Peggy, you. you be putting it down. <laughs> you be putting it down, Peggy. That's awesome. I try. I love you it. You do it. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We uh, thank you for listening this morning. We're going back to the phones on the line with us now to discuss the 56th semi-annual Picking Fall Street Festival happening November 5th and 6th is Reba Beebe, Executive Director of Picking Main Street. Reba, thank you so much for joining us this morning. How's it going? Do, going great. We're just watching the weather over here. We've got rain uh, in the forecast for Saturday. So we're just trying to make some plans and, you know, um, bar vendors that are coming in. I was going to ask you how, how the weather is. It might be good today, but you're looking for tomorrow, right, in the next couple of days. Right. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. And so our vendors usually come in on Friday afternoons after 6 o'clock and set up. Mm-hmm. But, and the weather's perfect this afternoon at 6 o'clock. But unfortunately, uh, overnight it's going to have some rain and won't clear out of here till around 2. 
So we're just trying to set things up, you know, going through the fire department, the police department, public works, and everything that we have to do in rescheduling uh, location for our entertainment that was already planned for Saturday. So we're just doing the best I, that we can, and when we make the final decisions on how we're going to uh, move forward, we will email all of our vendors first and then give an hour for them to respond and then make it public on how we'll handle it. Gosh, but the show the, must go on, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't you hate to have to do all of that at the last minute? I, I do. Yes, I do. I do. But we, you know, um, we've only had this situation like this one other time, and we handled it great because we had some straight line winds coming in. And working with the fire department, our um, fire chief and all, we were able to, you know, keep, you know, damage down. So, um and we're just working together again, and that's what we do. I mean, this is our 56th one, so we wow. we kind of know we work together well, our team does. So now I was going to ask you, before we even dig into it, and Camille's mm-hmm. chomping at the bit to ask you some questions about it, before mm-hmm. we even get that's into okay. it, if mm-hmm. things change or if, if there's any way that you need to update folks who might be coming, what's the best uh-huh. way for them to do that and stay in touch or see info updated about uh, the festival? Well, uh, our Facebook page, we have 16,000 followers. Oh. So, you know, we'll post it on there and on our Instagram and, you know, put it on our phone, on our answer phone, so that when they call to ask questions, it's already there and they know what's going to be happening. So, but we will email our vendors. You know, we have 253, but we will contact them the best that we can. Yeah. And, of course, the phone's been ringing off the hook at the office and on my cell phone. So it's just like, call my cell phone, it's easier. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know. All right. Reba, Reba BB. I mean, you know, you have a name where you have to say the first and last name, right? That's right. That's it. Reba BB. That's right. Growing up, it was a lot of fun. They make cheers about me and everything, Reba BB boo boo and stuff, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I like it. It's fine. Uh, Well, tell us about the Picayune Fall Street Festival. First off, it's a semi-annual event. Now, this thing has this thing has a season attached to the name, Mm -hmm. but it's semi-annual. Now, I'm, I went to a Jackson Public School, but I can't wrap my brain around that. Me neither. Tell me I've what's going on. I know. I know. That's twice a year. Semi. We used to have, um, we used to call it something else, you know, but we it's semi, and we have it the first full weekend in April and the first full weekend in November. So it's twice a year. We used to call it biannual, and then somebody said, no, let's change it to semi-annual. So we did that, and so we're working on that, but um, how's it sound? Which one's better, biannual or semi-annual? Semi. I think the one you went with right now semi. is the best one. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I, I right. think I wouldn't sounds have been good. able to figure out twice a year either either way, so <laughs> I think whatever sounds yeah. better. Yeah, so we're crazy twice a year. Most most people only do one big event like this, most communities, once a year, but we're crazy twice a year, so we get a small break in between the two events. We're going to be bring, uh, bringing people into Picayune, Mississippi. Tell us about uh, what all is going to be going on, and, and for folks – if folks haven't been to Picayune before, tell them about uh, this wonderful place in Pearl River County. We are just growing by leaps and bounds in Pearl River County. Um, business is picking up, small business, even some big big boxes are coming in. You know, So uh, we have a lot of local restaurants. I think we have a total of 59 local restaurants. So we eat a lot in Picayune, and uh, we've been doing a lot of work in our downtown. You know, we've been blessed with several grants and, um, you know, through fundraisers like this one. This is a fundraiser. Uh, Our mission is downtown beautification. And so we've been able to put through fundraisers, grants, and um, 
just donations, we've put $3 million almost into our downtown. So it's looking pretty awesome. We're very proud of it. And um, just just everybody's working together. So, and what else you need to know? Tell us about, about what all is what all goes on in the Fall Street Festival. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have uh, we have over two hundred and fifty vendors that are coming in. Our booths are ten by twenty, so they're nice and big and roomy, you know, for people to move around in. And uh, we have two entertainment stages, uh, and we've got oh, we have Elvis coming in. Um, the He's number five in the world. He's an Elvis tribute artist, Nick Perkins, Whoa. and he's coming in on Saturday. And that's one thing that we did move was our Saturday entertainment due to the weather. We're going to move that inside. We can't cancel that, you know. So, and people will still come. You know, they will still come to for the entertainment, especially. And so we've moved that inside. But we do have two entertainment stages that we're uh, we promote. We have a classic car show. Every year, both both years, both, I mean, both events. And uh, we have a petting farm coming in. We're a family event, so we have things in that um, that will attract children, you know, families and um, and adults as well. So and we are a retirement community, but we're, we have, we're vital. We're vital retirement people. Our, all of our um, volunteers are vital volunteers. We're all over 55 and 60. Well, two or three is not. But we do have a classic car show, and we have a glow run uh, Saturday night, and the weather will be cleared by then, by 5 o'clock. And we have already one, over 100 uh, signed up for the glow run. And uh, let's see, we just have a lot of fantastic shopping and dining in our downtown. We have a lot of great people. And plus you got a, uh, a, 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 got a, a Cruisers of Picayune classic car show. That's them. Oh, That's our classic car show. We've had that twice a year as well. And the Boulevard Cruisers are very well received. Very well received. Oh, Reba BB. There you go. Start that, yep. start that sentence over again. You broke up just for, uh, for a second there. Okay. About the classic car show? Uh-huh. The Boulevard Cruisers, yes. They've been around for years, and they're well-known all over the state of Mississippi, in the south, Louisiana, Alabama. They're very well-known. They participate at a lot of events. And then uh, we have, I don't even know how many they have registered. You know, of course, it's tomorrow, so I haven't talked to Mike yet about how, how that is going. And we do have uh, bounce houses. So bring back some bounce houses for them which looks like they'll get to bounce on Sunday, you know. But um, we, we, uh, we're we very proud of our event. We bring in uh, – we, the most we've ever had is probably 50000 over the weekend. And for our little community – but we'll have probably, you know, anywhere from twenty five to 30000 Mm-hmm. Man, that's a that's a lot of folks. That you is. Say, uh, our record is only like forty five thousand. That's a bunch for anybody. That's a that's, that's a, a that's a lot in our little town over a two day. We're very proud of it. it brings in a lot of money. <laughs> it absolutely is. Uh, now I'm a sports guy. Uh, let me ask you: Do you do you get some uh, some some Picayune versus Poplarville? Mm. Some good natured uh, ribbon because mm. we're close to mm. the end of the football season, and both those teams in that county are very very good. Mm. So do you, do you get some uh, ribbon back and forth between some, uh, some I'm trying to remember, the Maroon Wave and uh, what is Popperville? Wow. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. The Hornets. They're the Hornets. Hornets. That's right. The, uh, Maroon Tide. Yeah, Maroon Tide. I said waves. Tide uh, I see. Yeah, that's okay. Total <laughs> disrespect. I knew it was something with water. Tide, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was water right. and maroon. That's it. That was That's good. It. That was good. And they, they are—they all work pretty well together. You know, uh, they a lot of them play 
ball together from the time they're little, you mm-hmm. know, small till, um, and then they compete against each other, but it's usually a really, um, it's a fun, a fun competition too. So, cause we have families from here that coach in Poplarville. And so we, we all make it a family event. It's a sport town, a sport community. That's for sure. Absolutely. All right. So you got uh, artists, crafters, oil paintings, pottery, handmade jewelry, digital mm-hmm. portraits, uh, specialty and handmade toys, metalworks, mm. antiques, wood furniture, handcrafted How soaps and candles, mm. uh, yeah. preserves, yeah. sauces, and more. Sauces? Sauces. Sauces. We sauces. Sauces here. I like yeah, how you held that till the it. end because that's the one that yeah. sold me because I'm a, I'm a sauce yeah. dork. Sauces. Well, we have uh, two or three uh, that will be participating, and they have their sauces in actually in grocery stores down here in the Ooh. south, so, south right. Mississippi and Louisiana. And I forgot to mention, we do have a rumble every year, too. It's uh, Christians do karate, and it's a uh, karate fight. demonstration. Well, it's a demonstration. Now, don't be talking like that. Oh. It's not they're sparring. <laughs> no. They're sparring. It's friendly sparring. So, but and and uh, the Civic Women's Club has a pumpkin decorating contest. So they're great in the community. The Civic Women's Club is. They participate with uh, our event. They judge. Actually, our our vendors are judged and given medals. And so our Civic Women's Club. Escorted by one of our fine police officers that we all love, and Rhonda Poche, and they she drives them around and they judge our vendors and then they give out awards. So we're real proud of them, proud of our Civic Women's Club. But we do have uh, new vendors this year. We have about eighty first-time vendors, so mm-hmm. um, that come to Picayune. You know, so we we hope to roll the red carpet out. We serve them breakfast on Saturday mornings, which I don't know what's going to happen this Saturday morning. Of course, no breakfast, but uh, we usually on, when it's a beautiful day, beautiful Saturday, we uh, our local church group feeds breakfast to all of our vendors. And they juice and coffee and biscuits and sausage. Awesome. Sausage biscuits. There you go. Sausage biscuits. Sorry about that. Not biscuit and sausage. That's right. It can, be, it can go either way. It can go either way. Depending on which one you like <laughs> Biscuits more. and sausage That's is it. separate. That's right. But a sausage biscuit Well, you can. Is now, you can do that. Right. You can combine it or you can take it out and eat it separately. Now, That's when you put gravy okay. in, then what order does it go in then, Camille? <laughs> no, we do jelly. Yeah, okay, exactly. Well, okay. I, I, when I look at people eating... I digress. But when I'm... Biscuits look, and gravy? Biscuits <laughs> and gravy? I just don't get it. What? Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. no, it, with it little meat really chunks good. in it. Little meat chunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah little, milk That's gravy. the sausage. Yeah. I know it. Milk gravy. Wow, they have another name for that, but I can't say that on the air. Okay. You know, so, but it's milk gravy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 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 all right, yeah. so uh, including all those things that I talked about, again, you've got the two inter- mm-hmm. entertainment stages, uh, the weather permitting. Uh, you've got the Glow mm-hmm. 5K Run Christian Athletic Club, That's uh, uh, as well as the Boulevard Cruisers of Picking Classic Car Show. Uh, that's uh, on the 5th. 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on North Main Street. Again, tell uh, folks uh, how they can get in touch with uh, you and your organization. And uh, if they want to get online and figure out, uh, you know, what they want to do, what they want to see as part of this event, how do they do that? Okay. Well, they can go to our website, which is www.pqmainstreet.com. All, you know, and we keep, I do my best to keep it updated with every little thing that's going on. And uh, so they can go to the Picayune Street Festival tab, and all of the information is right there, including, you know, what I'm fixing to send out, you know, as far as what we decide to do at noon 
or Saturday. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Y'all have a beautiful day. Come down our way. Come down, and we'll give you a, a private tour on all of our murals and stuff that's won a state and national awards, okay? And all right. Biscuits and gravy. Right. Without, without the gravy. Thank you. All right, there you we go. We like jelly. All right. And that, the picking a maroon tie, not the brown water or whatever I tried to... Although brown water's not bad. <laughs> We've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for traveling with us and thank today's guests, Cynthia Sutton, uh, Reba Beebe, and Peggy Brown. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org and click on the Community tab for Mississippi Events. If you have an event you'd like to share, you can upload it directly to the calendar or email it to events at mpbonline.org. And join us next Friday at 10 for another great trip around Mississippi right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.